We continue with Simon Kuf Nun Ches at the end of Sif Hei in Shema 369, where the Mishmur says, So let's say you take a cookie, a cracker, and you dip it, and you're eating it in the Taiva Lekach, and you dip it into the schnapps. To, to enable the schnapps to go down easier. It's not considered to be so much as dipped in a liquid. Because it's just the, the, the schnapps is like the, we'll call it the zeya, the perspiration of the, of the grain, and it's not considered to be a fruit, the fruit juice. Even if the schnapps is diluted with water, it's still a minority, and you do not have to wash for it. Okay, that's a derech achaim. So the Mishru now says, meaning if, if the grade, if the majority of it is a liquid, is water, of this liquid is water, it would be included in what's called mashkeh. Even if this cracker is less than the kezayis, and one should wash his hands without a bracha. Okay? Fine. That was the Derech HaChaim. Now we continue on the top of the page with Sif Vav. One who drinks so, in other words, I guess until now, we've been talking about the liquids creating a scenario that when one is dipping into the liquid, you would have to wash your hands. So then maybe if you drink the liquid itself, you should wash your hands. So to that, the Mechaber says on the top of the page, top line, no, one who is drinking, he does not need to wash his hands. Back in the Mishnah Rusev, called Nechav Zayin, the second to last, uh, the, the last short line. And the reason is because he's saying A person who's drinking from the, the drink is not sticking his hand in the drink. He's holding the cup on the outside. Therefore, they did not establish a person to wash his hands before he drinks. So therefore, even if a person did touch the drink with his hand, says the Mishra first white line, he still does not have to wash his hands for drinking. Why not? Because they never established a requirement to wash one's hands for drinking. So even if one's hands came in contact with the drink, he does not have to wash his hands. So this the question that was just asked is, is what happens if you can't wash? We're actually going to cover that inside, but let me let me address that right now. Let's see, you, you might have said it in the previous year. Let's say you can't, let's say you can't wash. You're you're, you're driving, you're getting very hungry, and you see a sign. You're like you just missed the the service uh, place in you know, the service uh, exit, and it says next exit 15 mile 15 miles something like that. You're like oh 15 whatever you know. So what you can do is you hold your sandwich with the plastic glue and the foil without without your hands. You make your hamotzi and don't touch it. 
Then they're done that. Okay, fine. So that that's that is that is the halacha. So that that's what you just brought out. Okay, fine. Let's see further over here in Sif Zayin, page ninety. Uh, we are in Simon Kufnun Ches. Kufnun Ches. Sif Zayin. Says the Mechaber on top of the page. Not all yodov ledavish etibuloi b'mashke. Let's say you washed your hands for something which is tibuloi b'mashke, which means that you would dip it into a liquid. Ve'achakach writes a lechol lechem, and afterwards you want to eat bread. So let's get the case once again. You wash your hands for a purpose because you're about to eat something that requires you to wash your hands for it because it's going to be dipped into one of these seven liquids. Okay? But then, <clears throat> you want to also go eat bread. So, there is an opinion that says, if you want to now go eat bread, the first washing does not suffice. The washing I did for the dip does not suffice for the bread. Before we see the Mishtur and in, uh, uh, the rest of the Mechaber, rather, let's catch up here and see if cotton chaf ches. Yesh Mishraim, a second wide line in the Mishtur. According to the minority of the opinions that were mentioned of the Paiskim in, in Ois Chaf, they hold that there are opinions that say, no, you do not have to wash your hands for eating from a food that was dipped into one of these seven liquids. In other words, there there are opinions, the Magen of Ram and others, that say you do not have to wash your hands. Everything we're talking about right now, you don't have to wash your hands. So, how can we do it on the Seder night? There, uh, you're asking already the Seder night question. <laughs> Why is this night different than other nights, right? Okay. Now, okay, but the truth is, in Sifkat Nechav, the Mishnah brought a many other Paiskin, the Gra, would even wash Alantila Sedayim with a Bracha. Okay? Wow. So, we don't make, uh, when I say we, I'm saying those who don't follow the Gra, there are those Graniks, maybe they do, I don't know, but generally speaking, we will wash. But we're not, we will not make a bracha. So that's what he's discussing over here. He's saying that Yeshmi Hainu Ladas makes us a person according to the minority of the Paiskin. That we mentioned earlier. They hold that there is no requirement to wash your hands when you dip something into a liquid. So that's obvious. You're not going to fulfill your obligation for washing your hands now when you want to eat bread. For when you wash your hands for that dip. It doesn't work. Right. Why? Because you did not wash your hands for an obligatory reason. Let me just give you another example. Let's say you were outside and you want, you want, to, you want to wash your hands before you know. It's always a good idea. You can come from out of the house, go in the house, wash soap and water. So you spray some soap on your hands. And you're just spacing out, and then you fill up the washing cup, and then you start washing on your hands. And then you realize, oh look, there's there's uh, there's bread ready for me. That washing was not a washing for the bread, right? So that's basically what he's saying over here as well. Fine, let's see further. 
Chavtes, Siv Katan Chavtes. So the Mechaber says, Ve'ein Sarech Loima, Im Nato Yodov, Shuloi Lechol. If you did wash your hands, you should not eat after, <coughs> excuse me, afterwards. Ve'achakach Nimloch Ve'achal. What does this mean? Kegoyin, Shohayu Yodov Melochloch is a Notalon. Like we just explained, your hands were dirty, and you washed them. And you did not have any intentions when you wash your hands from the dirt to eat anything. And then you change your mind and say, hey, you know what? Hey, the food's ready right there. The burger with the bun is right there. And you did not change your mindset in between. So that washing that you washed, just like I said by the example I gave, that when you wash it for the dirt, and then you pick up your head, and you realize, oh, the food's right there, the sandwich is ready. So that natila, please come in, that natila does not help, and you cannot, <clears throat> let me just get you, page 94. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. And and uh, you would have to wash again. The Ramah says, on the top of the page, if you didn't take your mind off of what you did, then you should wash again without a bracha. Yito b'loi bracha. What does this mean? Sifkat Lamin Aleph. It's going the whole entire Sif, says Mishmurah. Uh, because if you took your mind off from whether your hands are clean or not, everyone agrees if you were Mesir Das, Mesir Das means you took your mind off what you were doing. And then you don't know if your hands were clean because maybe you scratched your head, right? Then everyone agrees you have to wash again with a brach. Then that first natila does not help at all. That's what we're holding over here. Okay. But if you were not Messiah Das, if you did not take your mind off of the washing, in other words, you know that your hands are still clean, then you should just wash without a brach. The common place comes three Because there are those opinions that will say that washing your hands for chulin. For for uh, uh, mundane foods, af im loikiven l'shem netilo yotza. Even if you do not intend l'shem netilo, even if you do not intend for the purpose of washing, you still have fulfilled your obligation. Im lo yisir daito mi eishinatol yadov, unless you took your mind off your washing. Im lo yisir daito mi eishinatol yadov from the time you washed. In other words, if you weren't Making sure that after you wash it, your hands are still clean, then you would have to wash again. In this case, you did not take your mind off of this, and you know your hands are clean. Therefore, you should wash your hands again without a bracha, because maybe the first washing was good, and therefore you're not obligated to wash again. So wash again, but without a bracha. Valentila Rishay no Lishaiach Levarich, after Nimloch Lechol Samach Mamish, Natila Kevin Shalahis, Lishay Natila. Okay, and then the first washing, you didn't wash for a, a washing purpose, you're washing because your hands were dirty, therefore you're not going to make a bracha in the first one. The Ramaz says, Minaga Bachilasoi, the Makoymes Hamatunofis, the Gufa, Yachs Vital Yodov. If you were in the middle of eating and you touched dirty parts of your body, you should go back and wash your hands again. What does this mean? Says the Mishmur Sifkat Lamad Gimel. Hainu, 
You would have to go wash your hands, not just for bread a second time, but even if you want to have something which is dipped into one of these liquids. In other words, you want to have some meat in the gravy or in that dip, you have to wash your hands again. So it could be, well, this is discussed later on in more detail, it could be, it's let's say a person had to go relieve himself in the bathroom by sitting down. When he comes out, he should wash his hands again. That's what we're discussing over here. Okay, that was Sif Zayin. Sif Ches. Mishoya b'midbar. Abimachim Sakana. Persons in, in the desert or in a dangerous situation, dangerous place. Be'elamayim. He doesn't have any water, like we said earlier. Potter minatil sedayim. He is exempt from washing his hands. Says the Mishra Sif Katan Lamed Dalid. Five lines from the bottom in the Mishra He's in the midbar in the desert. Who gamkein had hatam? The same reason. In other words, if he's in the desert, also it's a dangerous situation because if he's going to look for water, it's not so safe. midbar midbar's own reason. So why did he say midbar? If Midbar means a dangerous a desert, means a dangerous dangerous place, and you say dangerous place, so why are you saying Midbar? Because he wants to teach us that a Midbar, a, de- a desert by definition, is a dangerous place. Fine. So, Ramorcha Gifter Zatzal, the tells the Rosh Hashiva, he says... One second. It's obvious you don't have to put yourself in a dangerous situation to go wash your hands from the Tila Sadaim. So what, what what are we what's the Khidush over here? What are we being taught? We know that already. Right? You don't have to it's not one of the three cardinal Averas that you give your life for. So if this is a dangerous situation, so what what, what, what are we learning here? And he explains that the Khidush is Shain Chayev Lahantin that you don't have to wait and not eat. But if you want to eat and you can't wash your hands, you are permitted to eat without washing your hands. That's the Chiddush over here. And if you know, that if you go back, the time it takes to travel a distance of 18 minutes, so you'll get the water. You're also not obligated to go back and get the water. Therefore, you are potim in the tilos yadayim mikomokim b'mapa tzarech lichrach yadav kedukaman simen kov samachimol. As we discussed earlier, you should wrap it with a cloth or your plastic bag or aluminum foil or what. You should not be touching with your hands. In other words, you're permitted to eat that sandwich without washing your hands, but don't touch it with your hands when you can't when you don't have any water to wash with. Okay, that was sif ches. Sif test tells us a very, very important halacha that the Mishnah does not comment on. Okay, what does he say here in Sif test? Based on Gemara, Saruch Lizar Menatilas Edayim. Be very careful when it comes to Menatilas Edayim. To when one, it must be very careful when it comes to washing your hands. Shekol Hamizalzel Menatilas Yodayim. Whoever cheapens Menatilas Yodayim. Chayiv Nidui, he should be put into excommunication. Ready for this now? Ubali Deanius. 
and it comes to Rachman Latzon, a state of poverty. The net garment of and he is uprooted from the world. Doesn't sound good at all, to say the least. So that's pretty straightforward, and the Mishwud does not comment on this. Once again, we have to be very careful when it comes to Tila Sadaim. We shouldn't cheapen it and say, ah, it's Mr. Derabanan. What's the big deal? We see over here, when it was Mizalz and Sadaim, he is Chayiv Nidoy. He could come to a state of poverty, and he is uprooted from the world. We continue with one more halacha. We'll start over here with. Uh, we'll see, yeah, we can see Sif Yud here. Mechaber says, Afalpi Sheshi Urom even though. We're talking about when you wash your hands, the sheer, the amount you should wash is a revius of water. Perush revius haloig, the haino sheer beya vechetzi. We're talking about um, the size, the volume of an egg and a half, which is between 3.3 and 5 um, ounces on one hand, right? Okay. So, Yosef Litol B'Shefa, nonetheless, even though all you need is a revius, a person should pour a lot of water. The Amar Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda says in the Gemara, Ano Mashoi Moloi Chafni Maya V'yahavoli Moloi Chafni Tivusa. That I'm going to pour a lot of water and they will give me a lot of good from Shemayim. Which is a reference to what? Ashiris wealth. In the same way, a person who is mezalza and cheapens the mitzvah of netilus yadayim, it is a punishment of poverty. So too, when a person washes and he gets his whole entire hand, this is a skula. This is an opportunity for doing a mitzvah that brings for wealth. Okay? Now, the Mishru says, it's the one revius for two hands. I said earlier for each hand, but all you need is one revius for two hands. And it says later on, you should not have less than revius for each hand. In other words, even though you can put one revius on two hands, you should not have less than one revius on, for each hand. Because if a person washes with less than the reviews of water, then there are certain halachas he has to be very careful with, and we'll discuss those later in Simchus Samach Beis, and we're not even, everyone is an expert with them. Therefore, make sure you pour a lot of water on your hands. Nowadays, we don't have to go to the well to draw the water. Don't wash your hands with a lot of water so you could be wealthy. That's not, that's not, we're not, that's the mission of Perkyavas, which we don't want to do. As they said, because I'm doing it to get a reward. Do it because we want to do what Hashem wants us to do, and the reward will come. Now, what happens if a person is so careful? He always waits at the faucet to fill up the cup and he pours and he turns his hands slowly. And I'll tell you, when you wash your hands, you should have your hands facing, fingers facing up. And when you pour, don't pour too quickly. 
because you do that, your hand's facing down, the bottom part of your hand, you'll see, test it out, is going to remain dry. The palm and the inside of your hand is going to remain dry. People sometimes, they take the water, they wash, they pour so fast, it's impossible in the laws of, of nature for, for the person's hand to become wet. So pour and turn your hand and pour slowly. Pour and turn your hands for And if you're doing all these halachas, says the Mishnah Rura, and you're still not becoming very wealthy, because there are other aspects of Yiddishkeit we had to focus on as well. And even improvement. That's what he says over here. Certain other aspects are holding a person back from, these, from the wealth. Okay, we should do it not for the wealth, we should do it because, I said, because this is the mitzvah that we should do.